Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. I'm sorry, we just experimented with the story. With the, what's this called again, John? The soundboard. Soundboard. All right, thank you. New things, I know what I are. But we got a very special guest in studio, friend of the program, returning guest, I should say. Sammy Hunter, sophomore forward, old Miss Rebels. Welcome back, Sammy. Happy to be here. You know Thank what? You. <laughs> we got to start this in the obvious place. And I was telling John this right before we started recording, but we had a deal. You remember the last time you was here, we was working out at MacFit. Um, mm-hmm. I beat you in the shooting contest. We all remember this. I'm the journalist. I have the facts. So, like, right after I beat you in the shooting contest, I said, <laughs> you know what? Have a good season. Just, you know, if you had to lose one game, maybe against Kentucky, like, don't ball out against Kentucky. That's, like, my one rule. Everybody knows, you know, Kentucky. No, but, but, but you always said, ball out against Kentucky. But, but. Just let us win. Yeah. So, what happened is Sammy had a career high, and then they just demolished Kentucky. I, I, I may never forgive you for that. Like, that's unforgivable. How well, dare when you? When I was shooting it, I was thinking of you. Yeah. yeah. Does that make you feel any, any yeah. better? Yeah, I mean, but I still won the shooting contest, so I, you know. But I, he won against Kentucky. That's fine. Just a throwaway. See, there. you threw an alley to Rondo. I did, and he beat the entire state of Kentucky. It set Rondo on a path for NBA superstardom. <laughs> two, uh, two rings. Is it three? Two, two. whatever. Two rings. Uh, possible Hall of Fame career. But my favorite thing with the whole, you never responded to any of us when we were talking about Sammy against Kentucky. I didn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. Even even though it was a throwaway year, I feel like I didn't want to jinx it. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to let him go there and do it, do his thing. Was that the highlight of the season for you? Mm, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I mean, you always you always dream about playing against Kentucky, no matter like if if they were nine and nineteen. Careful, or careful, careful. Be respectful. Were, no, I'm, I'm just talking. But you. <laughs> You should have heard this press conference. I, no, I did. I'm, I'm going to get to that. No, go ahead. I want to. I want to let you him always, finish this. You always want to play a school like Kentucky. They coached by a great coach, John Calipari. And he knows what he's doing with his players. Sends players to the NBA, despite the record, they still have pretty good players, NBA guys. So it was just, it was just fun, good experience to play against them and, and do good. I know you. You had to, you threw that in there in your press conference a couple of times where you was like, despite the record, it's almost like you wanted to say, "Hey, disclaimer: we know they're shitty, but you know, <laughs> still, still, still is Kentucky. It's still Kentucky." But like, my thing was, I asked him. I said, "Did Coach Cal remember him? Because you remember he played against Kentucky, and so this was a revenge game. That's it, what this was." It kind of, I said, "What's up to him?" <laughs> mm. That was up. Be respectful. That's all I'm saying, <laughs> just just be respectful. So. Year two at at Ole Miss, you were one of the. You're one of this new wave for Kermit Davis uh, of Bahamian players. Well, shoot, Ole Miss had hella Bahamians on both sides: the women's side, the men's side. We know Coach O leads the women's program. She recruited Val at one point before Franco transferred. It was both you guys there at Ole Miss. Tell us about that Bahamian connection and what that feeling was like having you know so many of you guys at one major program like this. I mean, you don't have to speak proper English all the time. You can talk with him. I mean, with Coach Yo, she always check on me, make sure I'm good. And then when Franco was there, we was, like, close. We always used to do stuff together. I was always at his house. And, you know, I was a freshman, so he was sort of, like, 
my big brother, in a sense, he used to tell me, you know, you can't do this. Yes, you can do this and eat this and sleep and hydration and everything. And then Val, that's my dog. <laughs> road nice. dog. Road dog. <laughs> Val. It's just it's just a family atmosphere. Oxford, beautiful city. Ole Miss, love it in general. Just a family atmosphere. So, yeah. But with Coach Yo, because you see her throwing down in the kitchen, can she cook? I'm talking the, about cook. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it looks like, because I know that ain't your regular, your regular um, Ole Miss food. Macaroni, peas and rice, chicken, Cornish hen, whatever you want. Follow, up to, follow up to that. Have you ever tried to offer Bahamian cooking for girls? Because it's Hell the biggest nah. part of the Bahamian <laughs> college experience for any one of us that went away to school. Hell no. Nah, no. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Let me give you a plan. Take Coach Yo's cooking. And, and give it to you. Pass it off Movie. as yours. Movie. I mean, <laughs> unbeatable right there. So you mentioned how close you and Franco were. How did things change for you this year after he left? What do you mean? Like in terms of... Yeah, you mentioned, you know, like how you said he was kind of like that big brother figure there for you to, yeah. I guess guide you into this college life in your first year now with him with him not being there you think the lessons you learned in that first year you were just able to take it from there on your own most definitely and then another person i call a big i got two other people like who i really like who really like make sure i'm straight like all the time i can call my big brothers is antavion cullum he's no longer there but we were very close he's my roommate and we did everything together and then Romello White, he's just always been, like, someone I look up to because he's a, he was a senior, and he declared for the draft, but he was just a fun guy to be around and someone to learn from because he's a veteran. So, yeah. But how different was this season just with COVID? I mean, I know they have to COVID test you every day, it seems like. But like yeah, it's not, it seemed like every day. It did it, like did it make the, day. the team tighter, or, or what do you think? Mm. I, we're we're tired already. Like we do, we do a lot of stuff together. I mean, but COVID, COVID really slowed everything down. To be honest, like these tests and stuff, and it was super busy. Like you always had to be somewhere. Like testing at twelve. Tuesday goes by free. Wednesday testing at twelve thirty, and it was just so. And then wearing a mask on the bench, and then not having the fans. There was the worst part, though. Cause you live, you practice. That's you don't practice for an empty gym. You practice to play in front of ten thousand people. That sounds like gals had to watch the game in the stands. Yeah, it's very tough. And mm-hmm. I think for for college basketball more than any other sport, the fans are the biggest part of the game. I don't think there's another one, college basketball specifically, where the fans play such a huge role. So yeah, it is absolutely different. And I think you. We've been seeing that watching the NCAA tournament. It's just, it just feels like there's some kind of element missing, you know. Yep. So tell me about the biggest culture shock of landing in Oxford, Mississippi. I know you had you had time away from the Bahamas already, where you were in Canada for years. But Oxford is a completely Mississippi itself, completely different animal. Biggest culture shock moment for you? How nice everyone was. I wasn't expecting it. Because everyone said, Mississippi, oh, why are you going there? Listen like, to me. I grew up afraid of the state of Mississippi. Like, kids <laughs> feared Freddie Krueger. Uh, I feared Mississippi because obvious reasons. The flag. It's the Confederate flag. That's what it was. Yeah. But they changed the flag now, so. Yeah, at Ole Miss, not for this. I mean, 
the the flag is still rampant in the state of Mississippi. Oh no, no, of course, like, <laughs> like those are those are the individuals who do that. Yeah, but the state yeah, yeah. flag the has state changed. Flag. Yeah, 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 yeah. But biggest culture shock moment. How nice everyone was like yeah. the the love you get there from the fans and the even down to the students, the teachers. Like it's all love. Like you could go somewhere and people know who you are. And they they value you not just because you play basketball, but they try to get to know you as a person. And I just that was a, a shock for me, complete shock going to Mississippi. So what did you, what did you expect? What did you think it was gonna be like? I thought I was gonna have to be conservative and by myself. And I thought I didn't think I was gonna make many friends going there. Hmm. He doesn't know the life of a D one athlete. <laughs> you know what? John hit the nail on the head. Like, I was just about to say. Do you know you coming in there to play for the basketball team at Ole Miss? Like you do know you're a D1 athlete, right? Like I I know now. Okay, because <laughs> you, you are not. That, that's not like me going there like a regular student. Just but still, in when you paid. went there as a regular student, hey, listen, yeah, done. College is good times. Hey, something is as a regular student is accent important. There's a reason why we weren't <laughs> D1 athletes. God didn't give us the talent. I mean, because. We wouldn't have used it for basketball. Reasons, reasons, <laughs> reasons, reasons, reasons. So other than the, the the game against Kentucky, you know, you guys made a, a late push this season. A lot of people thought you may have been one of those last four teams in the tournament. That didn't go the way as planned. You ended up going to the NIT. What changed in the second half of the season do you think that really caused you guys to start to, to put things together? Coach told us one thing, try to win February. And... Not just try to win February, but try to win February, but still take it game by game, practice by practice, and that's what we did. So coach, coach stress, work, and consistency, and that's what we did. So Tom Izzo has March. Kermit Davis is taking February. Wait, so nobody has tried this from the beginning of the season? Y'all got to try this, like, from next year. Like, try to win November. Yeah. Like, just say it from then. Try to win November. Let's and try then, to win December. And try to win January. And then... <laughs> February will just be a walk in the park after that. I mean, by then you should be qualified for whatever tournament you have to be. Right. I want to go back to the Kentucky game. I'm going to keep going back here, by the way. Um, did you have that moment? Because did you have that moment? Like, this is what I could have been doing if I was on the floor more. Like, did you, did you vocalize that? Was that something that you, you said to anybody or you, did you just carry yourself? Like, yeah, I mean, this, this is me. This is what I do. Like, you give me this shot and this is what I'm going to bring to the table. Just play basketball. Just try to have fun. Sammy, no, that's not how you sell yourself. You have to sell a brand. You cannot just go out there and play basketball and have fun. Just try to have fun. That's what I play basketball for, to have fun. Nah, and I love it. And, and I John, feel like this is a lie. Him, John, be calling yeah. bullshit on this. Yeah. I, I feel like it's a lie because the whole thing is, the first shot he made, that three-point yes. shot, right? It looked like his teammate was like, I don't want to get the turnover because Kermit could kill me if I get a turnover. And he throws it to Sammy in the corner, and Sammy just goes, oh, whatever. Bah! And I was like, hmm, hmm. I think I messaged Nal immediately, like, huh. And he's like, I ain't watching. No, nah, but then you saw, you saw, like, after the second three and then after the third one, the follow-through was mm -hmm. hanging up there for a little Ice bit. Ice like, water in yeah, veins. Like <laughs> exactly. So it's not just I, I just want to go in there and have fun. This is a safe space. I was having fun. You don't have to. You don't have to give us. I you was are, having. He fun. had fun against 
Kentucky. Respe- I was having respe- fun against Kentucky. Be respectful. You don't have to give us the same answers that you give up at the podium talking to SEC Network or ESPN or whatever. I feel like at some at some point in the locker room, you had to tell somebody, "This is what I do." Like, I told I told Brandon Boston, "This is what I do." <laughs> I told I told Isaiah Jackson, "This is what I do." I told Keon Keon Brooks, number twelve, "That's what I do." I was, I, my teammates know that they see it every day in practice. I was telling I was telling Kentucky, "That's what I do." You know what I really would like to know, like, because you played Kentucky before, though mm-hmm. it didn't count. But Coach Cal saw you. I wonder what Coach Cal is like in the locker room. Like, we saw him play, and we probably didn't re- uh, scout him as hard as we should have. Should have, should have got him. Well, because when I got on the court, it was like shooter, shooter, shooter. Ah, uh, so they respected that. Ah. And you know what? That probably put the confidence in you to shoot the ball. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Look how good that scouting program is. They knew. <laughs> they knew. <laughs> they knew from the jump. They just knew. shooter, yeah, shooter. Scouting program so good. Yeah, talent just wasn't. Yeah, put it all together. Yeah. Anyway, forget that. Let's go off the. Let's go off the court in, in Oxford now. So you talked. You talked about um, the biggest culture shock moment. That was. That was great. What you expected? I want to know the absolute best part of being. A D1 athlete. I wouldn't say notoriety, but meeting new people and meeting a lot of people. Uh, people always say girls, but that's a never, that's a different story. But <laughs> that that's that's who you're talking about. But, like I mean, I don't even understand why we're but, bullshitting. And the but, fact that you said the fact that you said I don't want to say notoriety, you mean notoriety? Yeah, I mean notoriety. There's there's no Sammy. There's no way getting around. Yeah, you, that. you they, they Google good. they Googled you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good to it's good to like it's good to have people know who you are and like meet new people and like meet people of importance because like like some people who go to Ole Miss like or some people who are alumni of Ole Miss like. They they making they yeah into pretty high places. They so. power brokers in that state. Yep. It's flagship school, so of course they're gonna have representatives, representatives mm-hmm. of the house. I mean, that's just how state schools are. They produce people who stay in the state. So yeah, yeah, that's the that's probably the the highlight of it. Just knowing that if you graduate from there, you can still be set and straight just because you know someone. You know, the Harvard of Mississippi. The Harvard of Mississippi, for real. Wait, is that a thing? No. Oh, okay. I, I, no, because I can see them saying something like that. Like, who school? Who says that? We got oh, enough, Anton, We got like a top ten business program, though. Yeah. Anton always say say they say that about Vanderbilt. Yeah. yeah the Harvard of the SEC. Harvard, or Harvard of the South is what yeah. they call it. Oh no. All right. All right. SEC schools. What's the what's the worst part of it? Because a lot of people think, you know what, UD won, this is a, this is a cakewalk. The part of it that people may never hear about that's tougher than you would expect. Practice. Mm. Talking about practice. <laughs> yeah. I mean I the yeah, everyday the everyday grind. People don't understand. People don't understand for real. They'd be like, Oh, you guys get paid. That nine hundred dollars gotta last me that a thousand dollars, that nine hundred dollars gotta last me a month. I mean Okay. Just just so we put it clear, it's a NCAA stipend that they get. Yeah. Before people start coming. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, yeah. NCAA stipend. And that's yeah. all the money that yeah. NCAA players ever get is the stipend they get uh, to do what it is they do. Go ahead, Sammy. And I, then I feel Sammy's lying because not no no not with the practice thing because I feel like it's his diet. It's the food he eats. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> like, the hardest part. That's the hardest part. Have to be for him. I that's figure true. all that goes into the grind because to be able to produce and to do all of that stuff, I, the maintenance of the entire lifestyle that 
that's got to be one thing that's that's the biggest transition. Yeah, and people don't understand that part for real. Like, I get up every day, six forty-five. Try to get to the gym early. Practice at three. Got to be there at two. Some people get there at one. Like one of my one of my teammates, Jarkel Joyner. You always at practice two hours before practice, hour and a half before practice, and you just gotta fall in love with just being a basketball player for real. Like, it might be college and it might be quote unquote amateur, but we really living like pros. Like people don't see it for real. There's like, no, there's nothing amateur about this because <laughs> no seriously, when you look at what and I always say this about college sports, right? You gotta still be a student, but then still do the work of a professional. Mm-hmm. Like because there, there's not a drastic difference in the workload between an NBA player and a D1 athlete. Like you gotta, you gotta do the same thing because that's what people are preparing for. But, but then you still gotta be a student. We spoke about this in the car ride, and it's like it's probably easier as an NBA player. Yeah, because. You don't have to worry about school, but you remember and the NBA has these guidelines now that you can only practice X amount of time. And I know college has it too, but it seems like college is a little more more practice than, than NBA. Well, that's why a lot of you see a lot of the younger guys and a lot of these top prospects now just leave because why are we still doing this pretending thing? If, we, if I know <laughs> I'm going to be a one and done, yeah. what, why am I wasting five months pretending like I'm trying to go to class and be involved in any of this process? Let Academically me just, inclined. Yeah, <laughs> let me let me just go straight to training for my job right now. We didn't see any um, all-academic team uh, for, for Sammy. 3.0. Give, give, him, give him some time. I'm not saying it wasn't. <laughs> but Honor we, roll. I did see when Texas posted their stuff. Talk your shit, Sammy. <laughs> Honor roll. Talk your shit. Honor roll. Look at that. That's important. Three semesters in a row. Did you did was there was there a moment of weakness at any point where you may have second guessed yourself? Because a lot of there, whenever you go to a big time program like this, you I'm sure you've had the detractors of people saying, you know, maybe you should have went D two, <coughs> maybe maybe go D three, maybe go to a smaller school so you can get more of you out there rather than being a part of this big program. Did you have a moment of weakness where you may have considered that at any point? Well, at first. I find it kind of hard to believe I was playing Division One basketball at a Power Five school. Like when I started playing basketball, it, I still play it to have fun, but it was just kind of like a casual thing. I take it more serious now. But when at the beginning of the season, I wasn't playing as much, and I was just like, "Is this really what I want to do?" But then I talked to my parents, and they were like. Nothing nothing ever came easy for no one. Even in high school, it wasn't easy for me. I wasn't always a uh, three-star, four-star, doing what, whatever, averaging 27 or whatever I did in high school. I feel I, like the I, parents are more like, no. Sammy, your ass staying there. Yes. that That's absolutely. Don't take this for granted. I could beat you if you come back from there. I ain't gonna lie. That's what my daddy said. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely what it was. And also, I caught I caught something amazing there where Sammy was like, this is a real humble brag. When, you know, when I was averaging 27 or whatever it was, that's exactly what he was averaging. Yeah. That's exactly the number. He knows like, the stats. Like People you, don't forget their how stats. Ma- how much rebounds? Eight. <laughs> he knows exactly it was 27 and eight. Five assists. Thank you. Thank Shooting you. 55% from the field. 52. See? Talk your shit, dog. Like it's it's okay. Like that. I feel like the real you is that persona that came out in that UK game. Yeah, you gotta just be. You gotta just be that guy now. More ice water. 
That's it. Just inject yourself with. I promise. The, I promise. Next year, gonna, gonna, you're gonna see a lot more of that. Just day. be that guy. So Will we play Kentucky. All right. Oh, oh yeah. In Rupp. Be respectful. In Rupp. It's gonna be a new season. In Rupp though. And we ain't got COVID. In Rupp though. You want, you want them problems? Oh my goodness. You want in Rupp though. We about to be vaccinated. In Rupp. <laughs> All right. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah, we ain't getting the same vaccine as everybody else. We getting the big blue vaccine, which is completely different. Like okay. right. steroids. Don't, don't pull no scene. Don't pull no scene. <laughs> Think, something about to shake. So those those moments of doubt. What helped you? We mentioned your parents. What helped you to recover from that? Because to be honest, even though your parents could have that conversation with you, but when you hang up the phone, you're still there in Oxford, and they still here. So what what else helped you through those moments? Hey, the fear of God of your mom, boy. I, I'm still pretty far <laughs> daddy, away, bro. My daddy, bro. It's like, yeah. But Bahamians built different. I, I talk to people like. I even had a talk with my coach, but my my roommate and Tavion call him. We used to talk a lot, and then believe it or not, just prayer, just praying about stuff. Like I'd be in my room two o'clock in the morning, can't sleep because I'm not getting the minutes. I think I should be getting. Why why worry about it? Just pray about it and just just put it in the air. Give it to God. And that's what I was doing, and towards the end of the season, started to play better. Started to get a lot of minutes, and I just made the most of it. One thing I realized with Ole Miss games, because I watched a ton of them, <laughs> you better be in shape. Because they had... One, three, one. Kermit loved the press. He loved the press, and he loved the trap. Mm-hmm. You see Sammy, a 6'9 guy, and you usually don't think of your power forward being in the in the front of the press. In today's NBA, you better think of yeah, that. Yeah, but you're thinking your small forward would be the one. Like, usually. Anyways... All I know is, like, they score a basket. Sammy just running down the court. Oh, crap. I got to stay up here. Then he got to go run side to side. Because even when they throw the ball, he's running side. And I'm just thinking in my head, like, boy, I know he tired. I, like, I, I would be like, time out, time out. I mean, that, that, that's, a part, that's a part of the whole deal, though. That goes back to be the preparation and, and all of this stuff that you were talking about. But, um so once you once you got over that and you got all of those moments of reassurance, do you think it was something about your game that was different, or that you ha- that you had to improve on? Is that something that you think that you did? Mm, just worked a little bit more harder. I still think I need to work like a little bit more harder consistently. Cause like when pros, my trainer was just talking to me about this today. I was working out this morning, and he was like, "When pros work, they do everything consistent. Everything's consistent." And I think that's the biggest thing for me, just consistently trusting my work. And I promise I'll do it this year. But I think that's one of the flaws I have. Like, I didn't do it last year as much as I should. So, yeah. What's your approach going to be like this offseason? Straight grind. Every day. Twice a day. Three times a day. Lifting. Whatever I need to do. Oh, you mean basketball? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. He's a D, he's a D one athlete. <laughs> what? They live a different life. They don't live the same life we live. I don't. Yeah, Nassau though. They understand. He talk. They, <laughs> they talk. They, 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 they get it. We about to be outside this summer. Get vaccinated. Don't well, you know they're gonna now. do. Um, Kendall Isaac says the uh, vaccine. As long as we get thing. As long I, as I we understand. Get to be outside, it's cool. It's, it's cool to get it, but. What are the difficulties of just being home this time now, being able to train? Man, you can't get a gym. I mean, you got to hoop outside. Don't, don't hoop outside. 
Yeah. Don't, no, don't nothing's ever side. good. There's can't a, come good from Bahamians hooping outside. I didn't do. I didn't do it once, and I get like cut. Yeah. See. Cut. Stop. Cut. Stop. Nigga punching me in my stomach. Like, bro, do not do not hoop outside. Michael Thompson, his second year in the league. This was a number one pick in the draft. Came home thinking, hey, this is great. Interacting with my Bahamian people. Oh, hoop yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. I heard that story. Fucked his knee up, and he mm-hmm. said, "I will never play outside again. I, j- I just can't do it." And you I can love barely Bahamas, play at AF Adderley because that court apparently has humps the court and is hills. an ice skating rink. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's like, and that's the problem rink? we have. We just don't have the facilities. How do we keep producing these players? Like you know, we don't produce them. They just born here. Yeah. <laughs> we, they, they, they just born here. We, born. we don't. We don't produce them. Let me. I, I given us way too much credit with that because that's ridiculous, dog. So the same complaints that. Y'all had while we were in the height of the pandemic when everything was on lockdown and you couldn't you couldn't train then. It's pretty much kind of the same thing now, but just for different reasons. Just nah, no facilities like, available. Real talk is worse, to be honest. Last wow. year, last year around this time, me, Michael Carey, Keno Boros, uh, who else? Guys like Jeffrey Henfield, dudes like that. We we were able to get in the gym. And AF Adley and DW Davis, but now, like no no gyms at all. With Kendall Isaac's closing soon because of the COVID vaccine, can't even get in one gym. So I just find it. It's like Kendall Isaac's is like the stomping ground for like, hmm, we got to do something. Where is it gonna be? Kendall, Kendall Isaac's. Isaac's. It's just well. like <laughs> we have a whole stadium there with a bunch of rooms. That, I mean, they know they're using for NIB, but. You can still use. You don't need a big room for vaccination. Like, are they just using all the basketball gyms? Because Loyola is a vaccination. Loyola yeah. Hall, yep. vaccination Loyola. center, right? Don't be surprised if AF Adderley and DW Davis and CI Gibson become a vaccination station. I mean, so. I want my vaccine just as much as any other person, but you could legit do that anywhere. You yeah. know what I mean? Like at a school, like that's what I'm saying. It takes it takes up. You like do it at a gas class. station. You, a couple of classrooms. <laughs> you know how many abandoned, like, not abandoned, but vacated, like, places there are, like, in shopping plazas? How about you rent one out for, like, two months? Mm-hmm. That's, that's wild to me that you could reach <clears throat> this height in the sport. You could be a national team player, recognized all across the U.S., play for a Power 5 school, and you can't find a gym to train in when you come home. Yep. This is why we lose people. Yeah, how, how much passports you got? Just One. a Bahamian passport. Just all right, all right. Just, I mean, just making One sure. passport being you stuck. Just, just making sure you stuck. Everything cool. Everything cool. Everything cool. So, tell me what. Tell me your expectations for this Ole Miss team coming back next year because you got you. What What's that roster construction gonna look like, and how are those expectations building on the top of what you accomplished this year? Well, I know the freshman guards are going to be good. I can guarantee that. Deshaun Ruffin, James White Jr., I know they're going to be good. Uh, you got Jarkel Joyner coming back. You got Robert Allen, big-time rebounder. And I mean, guys, we just locked in. The guys that are there right now, just high-character guys, low-maintenance guys, do good in school. Just, we're, just try to, we're just trying to win. But you expect to be a bigger part of this Most offense. Definitely. You expect more playing time. Because, Most definitely. I mean, listen, me and John, we argue about We're this not biased literally. or anything. No, no, no. We be biased. Like, forget that. Objective. But we don't have to be objective. No. Like, this is ours. Like, we <laughs> own this objective for what? For who? 
Anyway, we was about to pull up on Kermit because we felt like, hey. What you doing? Put this man on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what you have un- unless you put it out there and have him play. So, I expect you to be a bigger part of this offense. More Kentucky games. Year. I'm saying if you do it against Kentucky. If you do it against Kentucky. I can't wait till he puts a 22 against Kentucky. All right. It's more and games. If you down. do, you have to just say this is for Ronaldo Dorsett. Settle down. <laughs> they, they're playing for an entire season. All right. That's one game. Like. Yeah, but that's an important game, though. I mean, that's a conference game. I mean, mm-hmm. it ain't going to be that important next year. What if we played him at the tournament? Everything. Oh, gee. He would have not come here today. He would have been He would have been like, oh, so um, I canceled the rest of the season. No, no. I, 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 listen, I faced us losing in the Final Four. Remember the year when they cheated for Wisconsin? Yeah. I they cheated? Yeah, they cheated. 100%. N- Nigel Hayes. Nigel Hayes Nigel shot Hayes. the ball with the shot clock at yeah. zero. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we, then yeah, magically they put replay in next season. Yeah, it was supposed to. That was supposed to be the undefeated season. Like I don't want to do a deep. That dive. was Carl Anthony Towns in them. Mm. I don't want to do a deep dive. Uh, Devin Harrison Booker, Twins, yeah, undefeated. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, listen, it's, you you lost to Frank Kaminsky. I still don't like to talk about it. Because Frank the Tank. Frank, Frank Kaminsky, Kaminsky is still tough, an though. NBA player. Yeah. He was tough. He's tough, he's but tough. they get yeah, cheated though. I don't say he's tough. Yeah, he's all right. I have since come to terms with Frank Kaminsky because he plays for the Suns, and we cool now. It's all, it's all good. Like I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not tripping on it anymore. It's all good. You look hurt. It, it still, hurt. it still yeah. does. Because you know what, you know what it is. Okay, let's talk about the tournament. Because now I'm watching Gonzaga go, and now Gonzaga's probably gonna have this undefeated um, season, and Gonzaga they're, they're nice gonna that. do it. But that was ours. Okay, <laughs> undefeated season with ours. We had it in this so stupid. I knew Wisconsin. So you're was telling me if you only had 34 games that season, you would win it all. You yes. just you just couldn't get the 35th. John, we didn't even need that. I just need referees to understand that when that big ass red light on the shot clock and around the backboard goes off, that is a violation, and you give the ball to the other team. If they just understood that, everything would have been good. Look. Why y'all taking me to Ruff, this place? Rough Arena, next year, we got to go to the game. So Kentucky would have beat Duke. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, that, that ain't even... If Kentucky would have beat Duke, that would have been a cut Did ass. you just hear the team that we had that year? Did you... Did you they they won the championship. Because they beat Wisconsin. They beat Wisconsin. <laughs> this is a game of matchups. Oh they beat Wisconsin. No, everyone knew when Wisconsin won... Duke was, Duke that Duke was going to win. win. It that was just was a kid. Nobody cared about that game. Listen to me. Do you know how good that team was? Yeah, but Jaleel Okafor, Tyus Jones, Justice Winslow, Matt Jones. Come on now. Carl Anthony Towns, Devin Booker. Thank you. Devin Booker was coming off the bench. Hoop though. Duke could hoop though. They had six first round picks. We lost one game. (laughs) We lost one game. I like I understand how good Duke was. We lost one game. The most important one. Yeah. yeah. It's still one game, though. Oh, my goodness. All I'm saying is that Wisconsin matchup was so much better for Duke. They, You're right. You're right. As good as Jaleel Okafor was in that season at Duke, nowhere near the player Carl Anthony Towns was then or now. You're right. Like, wasn't even close. Like, how would you feel if that's how you lost, like, in the NCAA tournament? I'd have been mad, but you talk. <laughs> He's still mad. <laughs> this, he was watching the game here, you know. He just left. I did. He just left. That was I, it. Ain't and he said, just leave. <laughs> you know me You know me and Cal talked about that moment, and he admits to this point that he stuck with the Harrisons too long. Mm. 
you know, he stuck with them too long. Because you knew that Devin Booker was the guy. Like, we knew Devin Booker was the guy, but he had Devin that, Booker was coming off the bench. He had that rapport with the Harrison. Ulis. And, and he stuck with them. Tyler Ulis, yeah, shoot. He was NBA. <sighs> All right. All right. Can we, can we, wait, P- just platoon, go back. The platoon. Can we go back to this tournament? <laughs> I, I don't want to go over this. So, have you, have you been watching? You've been watching oh, yeah. this tournament? All right. Oh, yeah. So, you're an actual fan of the game then. Because so it's two ways. I don't, I don't like watching the NBA. I like watching college, college basketball. basketball. Yeah. A lot of people actually say that, especially yeah. college athletes. They they say that a lot. Like you watch the NBA because you know that's where you want to be yeah. and you in tune with the game. But in terms of like being analytical about it, college basketball. So you For think sure. you think this belongs to Gonzaga? Yeah, <laughs> Drew Timmy, Jalen Suggs, Corey Kispert, all them dudes. They they tough. Look, when I saw them play USC, and Everyone's like, USC is a tough matchup. Blah. No, it the first bro. three possessions were steals. I said, this one's over. Yeah. I messaged Sammy. I was like, Sammy, Gonzaga. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, yeah. It's like, wait. Like, what are you, like how could you they space the floor? Good off the pick and roll. Good, they run good sets, ball movement. They defend. Like, you can't. Like, it's hard. They're better than Kentucky. Them, if you beat them, boy, you... You was on point that night. They're, they're not. People don't understand how hard it is, though. Like, men, you got to stay mentally into it. For 30 games. To win, thir- to win every game in college. Like, because, like, dudes <laughs> Go ahead. bringing it every night. So. <laughs> yeah, and, you gotta, and you have the target on your back when you, when, when you're, when you go from being the mid-major program to becoming the juggernaut, you got the target on your back. Because there there wasn't any other program over the course of this year that has been on top the entire time. Like, that just wasn't happening. This season's been in flux up and down. Gonzaga's been the one consistent thing. So everyone is going to give you their best shot. And with all the upsets that this tournament had, everybody playing Gonzaga was thinking that this was their time to do it. But... No mm-hmm. one's even been coming close. No. But you got to no remember, too. Close. People um, think it's sweet because, uh, what did you say? No, the uh, junior national team coach that coached him. Mm-hmm. It's Ounce. Uh, it's Ounce cool. yeah. started the, the Gonzaga tread. Mm-hmm. He did. He legit started this whole thing. Yeah. And we're going to stick to that story because mm-hmm. of three ounce. John, that ain't even a story. <laughs> no. like, that's a real, actual thing. This whole Gonzaga These thing started with three in, ounce. In what, like, 99, 2000? Yeah. What, what it was. Like, and, and he, he was, he legit was the guy. Like, they had other talented players on that team, but he was the one that became the fine favorite. He was the one that early on came off the bench and was, you see this undersized point guard doing things that nobody expected him to do, giving, giving them all this energy and running the team. He right. was legitimately, he became a star that March. A real Bahamian. Point guard, you're really five foot ten. Yes, five ten. Come on now, <laughs> with shoes on, dog. Come on now. How much shoes? Which? How much shoes? Five foot eight point guard. Five six and a half. But but still though, is so. There's no chance that anyone in this final four upsets Gonzaga. You think? Baylor, me and my wait, me and one of my friends from St. John's back in the day, we was just talking about this. He was like. Baylor is like the C.I. Gibson. This sounds like Tario. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Close, though. <laughs> Baylor is like the C.I. Gibson, and Gonzaga is like QC. Back in the days, though. Mm. Back in the days. Mm. 
Like you got the you got so you, you got the government school. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. School. So you know what? As someone that picked Gonzaga in my main bracket, now you got me second guessing it because ten out of ten times I picked taking CI. Like every single time I'm taking CI. So but now Baylor's gonna Baylor, absolutely win this. Because Baylor, Baylor, like they defend, like they really they lock up. So like it's it's I don't I don't know. So here's the here's the thing. If you get the Baylor um, Gonzaga matchup, remember they were supposed to play earlier in the season. And because of COVID, yeah. they had to get the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Great storyline. Yeah, postponed. So literally, Gonzaga may have had a loss oh, from wait. that in the season. Oh, Baylor was supposed to play Gonzaga. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, that, that was, was a one-two matchup. They were supposed to play each other. Mm, yeah, that, that was, was that was an early season COVID casualty. Yeah, that would have been a good one. So it's just like you gonna see it again. Though. I no, I would love this. What well, no, I want to see Houston make the. Yeah, Houston. I was I was about yeah. to say. Oh, wait, I, I what, what is it? Remind me again. Houston and who? Baylor. Houston and Baylor. Yeah, Houston and, and Baylor. Gonzaga and Syracuse. Syracuse. How is Syracuse? No, UCLA. No, 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 no. UCLA. 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 I yeah. thought 11, UCLA, 11, and I thought Syracuse because yeah. they... What was it? We um, When I went to the Final Four and Villanova won for the second time in a row for me, I, I go into two Final Fours and Villanova won both. It's like, hey, Villanova, y'all want to win a championship? Jay Wright's your S- boy. Send me to the games. Jay Wright's your boy. But yeah, no, it was because um, Syracuse was the first four, and that was UCLA. But yeah. I think you, UCLA is going to get smacked. From uh, Gonzaga? I really Yeah. Zhang is a shot maker, though. Why we ain't keep him? Why? Why didn't they convince him to stay? Why didn't they convince him to and stay? I, I was and like, I, I was watching I the TV. It. I knew it when he left. I, I said, this dude can play. He's a shooter, which is, I feel like being a shooter and a shot maker, like having both of those skill set in college basketball is kind of rare. It's yeah. usually one or the other. I wanted them to keep him, but you know how the UK roster turnover is. Scouting department, man. Uh, <laughs> anyway, and, uh, and now I get to watch him in the final four. Come on, next. Hurts. That's crazy, though. It hurts. Uh, uh, Kudos to him. Good though. move for him, yeah. yeah him. I mean, no, it's a good move. Not according to you. Wait, y'all is deal. dead this year. What's their shoe deal? Adidas? No, Adidas. they got nothing. Under, remember, Under Armour dropped them before the season. They don't have one. No, but they still have it this season. Do they? Yeah. They, wear it, they, yeah. they, they canceled it for the next season. They ain't got no shoe deal. Come back home. <laughs> so Adidas is just going to go back and get them. Transfer back. Come back home. For a pair of Nikes? Yeah, no, for the entire big blue experience. <laughs> so blue Nikes. I'll talk to Sammy off here. What's the difference between the red Nikes and the blue Nikes? <laughs> red Nikes give you powers. See? I mean, That's not, sh- I wore sh- red shoes against okay. Kentucky. All right. Yeah. All red right. red Paul Georges. Wear them next year. <laughs> wear them next year. Please. Please wear them next year. Nah, I got some customized shoes next year. Good. Oh. Good. Please, please wear him next year. No, I, I wish you all the best. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna. And I mean this genuinely. I'm not. I'm not. Look, I, I was just happy when Sammy had that game because I'm like, yes, we could post some stuff. And then they posted his highlights, and I was like, gonna post everything this game because don't know what's gonna happen the next game. And he played like three minutes the next game, <laughs> and I was just like, what a set, Kermit dog, Kermit, Kermit. But the last. Even the last game of the NIT, I feel like it's always important in college basketball for your last game to be a good one, to Mm -hmm. give people something to think about. And it reminds me of Kai, right? Because we used to have those same conversations in Kai's freshman season where it was obvious he should have been getting more PT. And we used to sit there, me and John had this conversation at least 10 times over the course of the year. Shaka Smart, 
Like does man. not well that and does not know what he has on his bench or if he does know he's just not good at applying this talent and putting it on the floor because you could see put this dude out there he's going to make an impact last game in the season i remember he had like 20 or something like that so you give them something to think about coming into next year that's when you ball up watching what he's been able what kai has been able to do from his freshman to sophomore season is that giving you like some kind of spark some kind of confidence like for you to say, you know what, you put it together for a year and get those eyes on you, anything's possible. Yeah, that's what made me want to, like, focus in more. Because uh, I talked to Kai a lot. You know, he's my boy. We play on a national team together. We've known each other since he was, like, 14, 15. Private school kids, man. It's amazing. It, it, yeah, no, it's amazing. Like, I'm when, being I tell real. You, when I tell you we was both terrible, though. Dead. Like, terrible. Yeah, John's very proud to always say like, how dead you was. Terrible. Well, he still has called you dead. But. Yeah. That's yeah. in context. That's in context. We and him both, we came a long way. And to see what he did in such a short spread of time inspired me. But how does it help that you get to work out with him, too? I mean, because every summer when you're home, you work yep. out with him. Like, what's it like being able to know that, oh, at least when I'm home, I get NBA caliber people to work out with? It's just like I mean, knowing knowing the type I of person should. he is and seeing how he treat people like, he he's uh he's about to get drafted and he's still treating people the same way like humble nice guy like it just just inspired me to be better. Look, the biggest thing I got out of it is he's changed his Instagram name. <laughs> Ooh, what is no it? No more now? Solo Bobby. It's not Solo Bobby anymore. Uh, it's Kai fame. Jones two four two. Real fame. That's real fame. That's right that's what I said. <laughs> I I, I texted I texted him when he switched. It. I said no, no more Solo Bobby. He's like. Yeah, we official now. We official. That's that's real for Yeah, you done college. Like he, he you know what he could have done? He put that whole letter out, which was the worst kept secret in the world that he was gonna declare for the draft, right? <laughs> but he could if it wasn't a draft, he was yeah, about it. He could have literally just changed his IG name and it would have been um the headline still would have said, um, Kai Jones declares for NBA draft via social media, changed his name. Like that would have been a story. <laughs> we could use you in Lexington, you know. No, I'm, gonna say, I'm, just, I'm. I'm not saying anything other than we can use you, and I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, they could use you when yeah. you go to Rupp Arena and put up forty. Mm-hmm. Well, if you could put up forty when you visit, and imagine what you could do like if that's your home gym. He could make it his home gym that one. Game. I like playing away games. <laughs> that's away games too. It's an equal balance. See, with no crowd, it, it, is it make away games easier, no. or mm, or it doesn't yeah. make like. I'll tell you this. This is a story back in the day. I remember, you know, in the Bahamas, everyone plays the recorder. Don't know why, but everyone in music class Where plays the recorder. Why, though? Where is this story like, going? No, but look, though. Why, why is that so true, though? <laughs> it's like every, why is that so everyone's true? musical instrument could be the recorder. But I remember one time we went to SAC and we had to do like a recorder competition, which is the dumbest thing ever. And there was no one there. And I was more nervous because there was no one in the crowd. Than if it would have been full. You were in a recorder co- competition. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, weird times, man. Dog, why is that so why, funny? Why were you competing playing a recorder? I don't know. They would like, it was something where it was just, I don't even know. Like, I just know I skipped school that day. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's like for it. any reason for me to skip, skip school, you had, I was for yeah. it. Any field trip for me too. It would be like, I. You just have to be good enough to be on the team, like BISS track. What's the one event no one wants to do? Shot put. Let's go. Yeah, I was always about, I was always about that life. Like I was like, okay, who do I have to beat out in recorder? Not a fifty and these two. 
I'm about to skip. I, I don't have to go to school on Wednesday. I'm about to come last in whatever event this is, but I can be to school. Yeah. Missing school Wednesday. 1500, boy, I come hot last in grade seven. That's fine. But how good? How good was that BAISS? That was so good not going to school Wednesday. But you know, how or much? Or Thursday. Like, that is. Or Friday. Okay. Yeah. Or Friday. Yeah, Everybody once, you, once there, you're on Friday, the team. No, no, but it's different when you're an athlete. Yeah, when you're just you, you there, get, you get through the fence. All yeah. That. yeah, no, no, no. But even if you were an athlete, well, one of the shitty athletes like I was, and you <laughs> was just there for Wednesday and Thursday, you don't wear your athlete clothes on Friday. You still get to come fresh on Friday. I'm competing. Just talking right. about. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wore the same thing I wore then that I wear now: shorts and a t-shirt and <laughs> shoes. Like I, I haven't changed that. But I feel like BIS. This is the important thing about BISS. BISS track isn't just about running. Isn't about getting scholarships. It's not about any. It's of that. where you learn to talk to gals. Yeah. It is. Well, see, I feel like it's different for this generation I, now because well, it's it's better now. No, but they have they have so how many much followers you get in BISS? One good thirty. No, if you John. really, if you really, no, say if we had if we tell, had social media, back I was about then, to say, but, but let me right. let me tell you why. If you was, was a so real gallus, though, you got to be a gallus back <laughs> in your BISS days. But let me explain you why it was so different for us, though, because we didn't have social media. So unless you was going to one of these things, like where you was competing a lot, or if you was in something like J or anything where you was interacting with gals from different schools, unless you was in one of them, BISS was the real moment where that happened. Like you was going there. To buy new, Real or talk. to to meet to just to meet anybody just to get out there. They don't have to do that now because they got social media. Yeah, but now everybody just now follow. literally you could meet them before on social media, mm-hmm. and then you can and start meet them out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you start creating their dates. See that's like, why you have, yeah, but see that's why it's easy for them. That's, that's it why. ain't fair now. That's why it ain't as good. Meet you by the bathroom. See, look at him. That's it. Old Miss got him. Well, one time. Did you have a blue chips moment? John, know what I'm talking about? What I'm talking about the blue chips moment? What you talking about? Or, uh, or uh, a he got game moment? No, but guys just roll up on you. you That's pretty, a, you're pretty. I'd go. You ugly cat. Like push out. Just, just simple. Do you want athletes so spoiled? I swear to God, they don't. They the most. They the most spoiled people. They the most spoiled people on the planet. There had to be one moment though where, um, where you had to go well not had to but where you went extra bahamian because it got you a couple points we're talking about points off the court you know what i mean like where you well first of all you'd have the puma gear right you lay the accent on extra thick and say something that you know then understand just because it's intriguing and that works <laughs> you, may, you know got, what i got one for y'all yes <laughs> but it wasn't me it was someone else but i could say <laughs> You know what? Don't because how it's many clear, how it's many clear who it is at Ole Miss? Exactly. That's why it's clear who it is. And, and leave not, it alone. It's, it's not the one. It's not the one that's there now. It's clear who it is. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's very clear. Oh. You didn't even try to be subtle but, about but that at all. You didn't get any stuff when you went to CAC games from the Puma uh, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I know you. I got a couple there. of them shirts in my uh in my room. Yeah. Yeah. You know those shirts could get given out. All right. All right. All right. All right. Hopefully, you know, you find a gym and you actually get to work and work on your craft while you're here because I don't know what the hell the Bahamas does. Something is wrong with us. But <laughs> I look forward to next season, dog. I look forward to you being a bigger part of the program. Uh, Kermit, wisen up and just do better. You don't say anything. Let me say that. 